0: following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions.
1: This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa.
2: It's like, hey, let's figure out our break even. You know, in other words, I'm going to collect this many checks now at this dollar amount versus if I took the higher dollar amount, but less checks, right?
1: And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspah.
3: I think you're right. I think it's just that people don't want to talk about this stuff.
1: Together, they form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspah. Good
2: morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and we're here with you every Saturday morning from Mm -hmm. 7 to 8 a.m. right here on KZIM, KSIM.
3: That's right. So good morning, Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. So, and don't forget, you can listen to us on podcast. We're on Apple, iTunes, Google, Spotify. Um, You go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com, and you can listen to any of our previous shows there as well. So um, if you're not upright and early, right, you may be listening to us as a podcast right now. You can go check us out at any time.
2: Well, that is true. Yeah. And you're also, we have them on our website. Mm -hmm. So you can go to our website and uh, take a listen to any, and the nice thing about that is too,
3: they're all labeled you yeah. know, it's nice. You can pick out a topic you may want to listen exactly to. So, that. And yeah. then if you haven't checked out Brock's book, check it out. Um, the last paycheck is on amazon.com. It's 1295 for the copy of the book. Great, great book. Please keep buying the book. Please keep sharing the book. Um, as a reminder, we are giving all of the proceeds back from the book to local um, charities that help with financial literacy. So um, most recently we did that for junior achievement, which, you know, does that for our school system. So um, keep buying the book again, not keeping any of the proceeds. Great book, 65 pages, great read good retirement information in there so we keep getting great feedback so keep do purchasing the book
2: really excited about today's topic yeah it's uh, a good one because it's going to really apply to a lot of people out Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. um, because we you know we all make mistakes in life it's true and today we're going to talk about common financial mistakes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you might hear of or you might experience yourself and you know hopefully try to avoid some of those which is why we do this show is to help people learn and to uh, help themselves. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And okay? if you hear anything in this show that you're like, hey, I need some help with that in my own life, and I think that that will help me or my family, mm-hmm. you can give us a call at 573 332 7855. Leave a message for us. We're not there on Saturday mornings usually. Well, sometimes we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we'll be glad to give you a call back and schedule a a complimentary consultation. There's no strings. There's no, doesn't cost anything to sit down and and just have a conversation about what you're doing in your life and making sure that what you are doing Mm -hmm. is the right thing.
3: Yep. That's exactly right. So yeah, anyway. Yeah. So I think you're right. So this is a, you kind of alluded to, you know, what the show is about today, but the, the official title is common financial mistakes. And I think this is going to be a good one because like you said, we all make mistakes and none of us are perfect and none of us know everything, right? <laughs> or I guess maybe some people think they do, but but most of us don't know everything. So hopefully, um, you know, during the show, we'll give you some kind of tips or trick to kind of take back and go, Hey, we, we need to look at that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Sounds good. So let's get started. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be me. Huh? I'm going first. <laughs>
2: today, you're going first.
3: Yeah, yeah. So I think we're gonna talk about from a source today. Um, you know, is from it's called it's from ValuePenguin.com. It's a January 2019 article um, where it's called Americans Commit 91 Financial Fails a Year. So we're going to do
2: 91. I, I, don't, I
3: don't know if we're going to be able to cover 91.
2: <laughs> Long show today, yeah, folks. yep.
3: That sounds like a lot. Sit so. back,
2: relax, <laughs> get 2,000 cups of coffee, right. and we're going we to go with 91, 91. financial. No, That's just right. Kidding. No, just kidding. No, well, no, We only have for an hour here. So. All right. <laughs> All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, the article that you were yeah. just talking mm-hmm. about, Americans mm-hmm. commit 91 financial uh, fails a year. Uh, That statistic means that on average, okay, Mm -hmm. uh, an individual in the U.S. commits a financial fail once every four days.
3: Mm. Yeah.
2: So what are some of these financial fails? Well, let's take a look. 2,000 individuals found that they are regularly overspent by eating out, online shopping, or other categories of unnecessary spending. When you add up the number of incidents of overspending, the average respondent spent over three hundred and fifteen dollars per month.
3: Wow. That's (laughs) That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm looking at you. Are you?
3: What what are you looking at me for? Our listening audience needs to.
2: You're dodging me right now. I saw that. Yeah. The study also found that one in five people spend more. Then they earn every month. Oof! That's yeah, that's 20%, right. Yeah,
3: that's a lot of people.
2: But these financial fails are more than just overspending.
3: Okay, okay. So, so, so tell us a little bit about what the study considered. You know, a financial fail.
2: Well, um, another uh, thing mentioned in this article mm-hmm. is checking your credit score.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Only
2: forty-two percent of the respondents check their score at least once a month. Wow. Yeah, this is especially troubling because of how easy it has become mm-hmm. to keep your eye on your credit score like apps on your phone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not everybody listening, maybe even has apps on their phone, I get it, but there are different uh, companies, I guess so you could call it, um, I use Credit Karma, it's C-R-E, or C-R-E-D-I-T, and then K-A-R-M-A, mm-hmm. And you can uh, put your information in and you can track your credit and it will take all of your, it'll actually give you your scores too. Mm -hmm. And so it alerts you if there's something uh, that could be fraudulent. So that's a really nice thing. It protects your credit. Uh, Mm -hmm. Plus it, you know, can alarm you to... uh, to some things. issues. That and that's
3: good because, you know, in the day and age of technology and all of us with our phones, you know, it's giving you an alert on your phone. You're not having to go check an email or that kind of thing. Right. So, yeah. So, according <laughs> to a
2: 2019 article from consumerreports.org, credit score miss what really hurts you and what doesn't? Hmm. Here are some of the facts and myths about this credit score, and the reason I bring this up Mm -hmm. is because I get a lot, a lot of questions about this. You know, when it comes to, uh, especially younger people, like what dings? They're still borrowing the money, you know, for the house and maybe even for a car. Hopefully not for a car, but um, so, so, but there, I do get a lot of questions about this. And let's start with some relatively trivial things. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think that unpaid parking tickets or library fines can impact your credit score?
3: You know, you know, that's nothing that's not something you really think about. Most people probably don't think about it. So, um, okay, now now you got me curious. Do they?
2: According to the article, Mm -hmm. parking tickets do not affect your credit score. Okay, but you may not believe this. At one point, the three major credit agencies, Equifax, Experian and TransUnion, Mm -hmm. did receive library fine information from cities and court records. However, these days, those overdue library books and fines can't lower your score, but they might make it difficult to check out your next romance novel. <laughs> um, You're so
3: funny. You're so, so funny. So, you know, so th- so neither one of those would affect I'll be it.
2: honest, I did not I was not aware of that.
3: Yeah, I wasn't either. Yeah. That's, that's kind of th-
2: crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I get it, right? Mm-hmm. It shows how responsible you are, mm-hmm. and that's really what the credit score does right it yeah it tells me how responsible you are well you know, to think, meet your financial mm-hmm. obligations
3: i think we need to go back to you know you mentioned credit karma but there's a lot of other free apps out there but you know we just had this conversation the other day with someone who was in our office and about checking your your credit score and keeping up on that so i mean if you haven't done that definitely you know stay up on that so right yeah so okay so parking tickets library fines won't impact your score what can then
2: well, if you fail to pay a bill, mm-hmm. obviously, right. it can impact your score um, even before it is turned over to a collection agency. One late payment can impact your score and remain on your report for seven years after the missed date.
3: Wow. Okay. So
2: even so though it's So that actually happened to us. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the uh, we had a, um, uh, a loan mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, it actually did not have a balance on it. It was a line of credit. Excuse me. Okay. And so, uh, it was on auto draft. Well, it didn't auto draft because there was no balance, but mm. then there was, you know, mysteriously like $57 fee for not having a balance or whatever it was.
3: So then it turned into a balance. So then it turned into a balance <laughs> okay. and it
2: turned in and said it was, you know, a missed payment. Mm-hmm. So I, I, uh, uh appealed it mm-hmm. and said, Hey, this isn't, you know, what's going on here or whatever. And, um, yeah, it, it got fixed. Yeah, but so, that stuff—if
3: you wouldn't have been watching it—so
2: if I wouldn't have been watching it, right. you know, that would have deemed my credit for seven years on a missed payment. Now, that, yeah, that one missed payment probably wouldn't have affected that's it. That's crazy, much, but though. still. I'm a I perfectionist. Think, I don't want yeah, that
3: on there. Yeah. I think the, the most important thing to uh, to point out is I think a lot of people don't think it goes to your credit score until it goes to a collection agency, but according to this article, it does. It,
2: that absolutely. Yeah, does. yeah.
3: It doesn't have to go to collections.
2: So like on the Credit Karma app, you have mm-hmm. all of these dots that are filled in with either green, which means it was paid, or yellow that it's, hey, it's getting late, or mm-hmm. red, that's like, hey, it never got paid.
3: Yikes. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, And you can see all the way back. So this really awesome. a great service. Yeah. Um. And by the way... Uh, by not paying is you have a big impact on your score Is paying bills on time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you pay your bills on time it for 35% of your credit score wow just yeah. paying on time yeah
3: wow that's a big one okay. so
2: that's why it's so important not to be late and mm-hmm. if you have a tendency to be late set it up on an auto draft so you're mm-hmm. not late ever yeah I mean you can't be late if you set it up on auto draft right um okay Yeah,
3: yeah. So, you know, we kind of keep bouncing back to checking your credit report. But, I mean, obviously, that impacts your score. So, you know, you've kind of mentioned credit karma, but are there some other things you want to talk about with that?
2: So, there's another myth, right? Mm -hmm. Checking your credit report does not lower your score.
3: Mm, Yeah, I remember hearing that. Yep, yep.
2: Everyone is entitled to check their score three times a year. There are services like LifeLock, Mm -hmm. okay, credit karma, that can provide monthly access, so you can access the app at any time, but it only updates once per month. Okay. 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 Or you can go often gain monthly reports through a service from your bank or a credit card. You can also go to AnnualCreditReport.com and request your report. So there's no excuses, mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. You get you have the opportunity. Go do it. Uh, it is recommended that you check each of the three credit major credit agencies and a, annually by the way mm-hmm. and it even uh can help you catch an error that is impacting your score the federal trade commission found that five percent of credit reports had an error and a report to congress under section 319 of the fair <laughs> trade, 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 trade Center, 2003 from december of 2012 so well five so. percent's
3: not bad though well, I mean, truly, you know. I mean, that's I would say, you know, with all the things. I mean, gosh, with everything that everybody does online, or you know, it's a
2: good thing, right? Yeah, it's it a good thing that it's that, there's that a low. percent accuracy yeah. rate when it comes to people's credit and their rating. Right,
3: right. Actually, I was surprised by that. I think that's not that's not too bad at all. So, and
2: you know, there's people listening that's had problems in the past. They're going, well, I must be a part of the five
3: percent. Right, <laughs> you may be, <laughs> you oh, may an be an unlucky person. Yeah. So obviously, getting errors removed from your account would help your credit score, right? If you can get that stuff fixed.
2: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And um, if you're concerned about um, your information and if it's been exposed due to a data breach, Mm -hmm. which is crazy because you remember the Experian data breach. Yes. So you have a credit agency that's now got a a data breach.
1: Um,
2: But they offer, you know, some benefits there. One Mm -hmm. year free credit monitoring and those kinds of things. But uh, each credit agency is required by law to guard your credit account uh, when there is a freeze on it. Mm hmm. You would simply need to request a freeze from each agency directly. Once frozen, no more credit cards can be opened, and even inquiries will impact your score, or excuse me, will not impact your Mm -hmm. score. So uh, you can freeze it. You Mm -hmm. can freeze your credit if that's something that, uh, if you've been exposed to a data breach, Mm -hmm. okay, if somebody's got your information.
3: And that, gosh, nowadays, I feel like everybody has, you know, I mean, that's so common now. And that used to be uncommon. And now it's like, you just got to prepare yourself to have one. It's going to happen. So at some point you're going to have some kind of if you use, you know, unless you're just using cash, (laughs) I mean, you're going to have some kind of, you know, situation where it's going to happen. So.
2: All right. Well, listen, we got to take a break here. Uh, We're talking about common financial mistakes that people make. We don't. Wants you to make them. So we're making you aware of what these things are and some of the things you could do. It's all next on the retirement playbook with Brock and Danielle. One of the most important attributes you can have as a human being is conviction, but to have conviction, you need to believe what you are doing is the absolute best at whatever it is you're doing. The same holds true for your retirement. Hi folks, Brock Alspaugh here from Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people, and if you're between the ages of 50 and 65, you need to give us a call to schedule your complimentary review to see if it makes sense to work with us. If so, we will provide you with your very own maximized social security income strategy. We'll make sure you're allocated correctly with your retirement savings and most importantly, will lay out the rest of your financial life. Give us a call at three three two seven eight five five, 7855 or visit us at the innovative team.com. Also, don't forget to listen to our radio show called the Retirement Playbook on 960 AM KZIM KSIM every Saturday morning
0: from seven to eight. Or listen via podcast on our website at the innovative team.com. Innovative Financial Solutions is a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri and is not affiliated with the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you'd like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com to learn more. And now back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspaugh. All
2: right, welcome back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle,
3: brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Good job. Was that my you You would think with us sitting right across from each other that I would catch your cues a little bit more. (laughs) We can see each other. I think you did a great job. I did? Okay. All right. Got it. Well, our show today, guys, we are talking about common financial mistakes. So, um we kind of started out by talking about you know making sure you're looking at your credit report one right make sure you kind of have an idea what's on it and then you know just checking out to see if you have any problems and look at credit karma or life lock or something like that so um the article kind of references 91 financial fails we're not gonna be able to go through those that people make 91 91 um so you know what's the other what's some other stuff we can talk about to avoid those on your credit
2: Yeah. So in the first segment, we were talking about, you know, credit report, Mm -hmm. making sure that you credit, you check your credit uh, and not just when you want to get a loan, by the way, because sometimes it's too late to do that. Right. All right. Right. Um, But there are some other financial fails. uh, So let's again, like you just said, let's Mm -hmm. talk about it. According to the survey, just three in 10 individuals are putting money away for retirement.
3: Now, we've been scared by some of these statistics. This is your
2: future self. This isn't saving for anyone else. This Mm -hmm. is for you and your family and your loved ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. In the past, perhaps those individuals were expecting a pension Mm -hmm. to help support them in retirement. So, you know, you worked for a company for 30 years, you retired, they pay you for the next 30 years, okay, Um, for, for working there. Uh, but, uh, pensions are not found very, very often mm-hmm. anymore. I think there'll They've be less gone, and less. That's yeah. called a defined benefit plan. They've gone to what we call defined contribution plans, which means they'll put money in for you as a match per, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you put money in as well. And that's the defined contribution plan. Then at the retirement, you take this lump sum of money and you turn it into an income stream. There you go. Um, but for many Americans, a pension is not something they uh, have available to them. Mm-hmm. Social security is another tool that many people will be counting on.
3: Right, right. And uh, obviously there's concerns there and stuff, stuff like that. So, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. And, and you know, uh, according to a, a February uh, 2019, so this year, earlier on this year, U.S. News and World Report article, how much will you get from social security? And the average monthly benefit was only about $1,461 per month. In January of 2019, that adds up to just over $17,000 per year. That could be a challenge mm-hmm. to live off of, wouldn't you
3: say? I would say, I mean, I hope, and you'll have to tell me this if you're still hearing this. I mean, I think the the misnomer of I'm just going to live off Social Security is hopefully most people realize they can't do that. Hopefully. I mean, I remember in the past people used to think that, right? You know, well, yeah. I've got Social Security and it's just going to be my retirement. I mean, I, I think a lot of people have realized that you can't survive just on that. But m- maybe there's still people out there thinking that that's what they're going to do so yeah anyway so is there a particular savings level or threshold you know that you kind of recommend to clients
2: well you know if you want to be real general yeah which we kind
3: of have to on the show (laughs) right yeah it's hard not to be Um, yeah
2: broad recommendations Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 10 to 15 percent of your paycheck yeah okay yeah so if you're bringing in a thousand dollars you should be putting around a hundred dollars a month of that in uh to your retirement plan however Each situation is totally unique and requires individual customized planning. Right. Right. Absolutely.
3: That's why it's hard on, hard on the show. We have to do kind of like broad. Well, that's right. We at
2: Innovative Financial Solutions, we sit down with you and examine your current financial Mm -hmm. picture. We want to know about your goals. We want to know about your dreams and we want to know how much those things are going to cost. Therefore, we can develop a plan to help pay for that lifestyle. Right. That's it. Yep. Okay. Um, and, and, and you also need to take advantage of company matching opportunities, mm-hmm. obviously, at a minimum. Um, but, you know, sometimes you get a company that might do five or six, and if you're doing 10, that's 15 or, excuse me, 16% of your salary. And that's awesome. Yeah, you're doing good. Because guess what? If you've met your goal then, say mm-hmm. you're 58 years old and you're going to retire at 65... If you've met your goal, which how do you know what that goal is unless you have a plan?
3: Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> you may then, think you have a then goal. you can
2: stop contributing to your, your plan, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you don't even have to contribute anymore. Now, if you're still getting a match, you'd want to do that. But my point is, there are so many unique situations. That's what I just met with somebody the other day. And I go, you know what I love about what I do? When I come into the office every single day, it's totally different. Yeah. You get different, different situations, different. Everybody's situation is completely different. And that's what I love about what I do is trying to put this whole puzzle together for folks.
3: Right. That's what I think. uh, Yeah. You like the problem solving aspect of it and creating a solution. So I think that's cool. So, yeah. yeah. So obviously this is more than just about saving money, right? It's not just about putting it in a
2: checking account. Yeah. Saving (laughs) money is, is you remember those commercials? Well, Hey, what are you doing for your retirement plan? Well, but I'm putting money in my 401k. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and saving money is a start. But it's only one part to a overall larger, Mm -hmm. you know, um, retirement strategy. Right. Um, In fact, huh, that ties in with the next mistake Mm -hmm. from the article, Mm -hmm. failing to plan. Mm -hmm. And according to a recent Schwab Investor Services press release, only one in four Americans have a written financial Strategy.
3: Doesn't surprise me at all. Really? No. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I'm
2: surprised it's not even. You, you think know, it's one in four?
3: And eight, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: The study: most Americans don't have a financial plan, and may think many think that their wealth doesn't deserve one. Mm. That's one of the issues. Also shows that people who don't have a plan often struggle in other areas of personal finance. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and it also points out that nearly seventy percent of those people live paycheck to paycheck.
3: Yeah. Now that unfortunately doesn't surprise me either. Don't be
2: one of the (laughs) 70%. Yeah. Okay. We want to be part of the 30% and we want to actually, what we really want is is, tip that scale is tip that scale, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, make it 30, 70 the
3: other way. Yeah. I think it's just, it's what we've talked about in previous shows that, you know, a lot of people live in the here and now. And so if you start making more money, or if you get an increase, you buy something else, or you get a bigger car or you get a bigger house. And like, that's where we're saying, don't do that. You know, because when you get, hopefully everybody wants to retire, right. And, and do what they want to in retirement and be able to, you know, do the things you want to do and spend time with the grandkids and, and, you know, that kind of thing and, and travel if that's on your list and your bucket list. And, and, you know, if you're, you're constantly living for the here and now, you're not gonna be able to do those things. So, you know, just you know, it. It's right. We've talked about it over and over again, but that seventy percent number that live paycheck to paycheck—that's really scary. Yeah, that's pretty scary. That's really scary. I mean, that's that you're talking about a large majority there at that point. So, right. and again, it's 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 asking the right questions, knowing what you have. You know, do you need to? I, I think you, you, when you talked about it, you know, adjusting your playbook, right? Adjusting it. Do you need to? You know, make some changes, especially when you get closer to retirement. You shouldn't. What you always talk about. You know, your strategy should adjust. Had so, someone
2: come in, they said, you know we've got some debt we need to take care of because we're, you know, we're planning on retiring in a few years here.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So I'd like to start my Social Security now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to follow the maximization strategy. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. You know what you're giving up. Right, right. Which is those delayed retirement credits. You have the knowledge. Yep. You have the knowledge. You're going against the the the, the maximized strategy, but, you know, there's some variables there, too, that you can't control. But mm-hmm. my point is, I said, okay, well, that's fine. You, you, this is the year of your higher threshold where you're make you can make more money without holding withholding any benefits. Mm-hmm. But if you just waited four months, you wouldn't have to worry about that at all. And so my point is, the advice of a financial professional
3: yep. mm-hmm.
2: can be very valuable in saving tax dollars
3: right that's exactly right which is
2: one of the reasons why you should and four work months with, made a big impact that's on right this, yeah
3: in the situation and that's so.
2: one of the reasons why you need to work with a professional mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's from the planning perspective not just the investment management folks it's the planning to make sure that you're covering all of your bases and thinking about everything you should be thinking about yeah there's no way you can do it on your own no oh gosh as far as doing covering all the bases no it's you so complicated you can do it on your own yes I'm just saying you can't think of everything on your own right two more to go and we do. two more segments yeah so we gotta take we a break and we'll talk about one each maybe huh? yeah we'll
3: see we'll Let's see
0: average out. all right it's all next on retirement playbook with brock and daniel when it comes to retirement planning many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested while accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed, and green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855.
3: There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention, but technology has changed the world dramatically. That is why we at Innovative Financial Solutions have the generational vault, which allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts, upload important information, and view your financial information. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. And
0: now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle alspa.
2: Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions.
3: We are the retirement people.
2: Yes, we are. And guess what, folks? Uh, Saturday morning, right here on KZIM, KSIM, 7 a.m., every Saturday morning with you. I uh, want to piggyback on an announcement we make. Uh, we made a couple, uh, I guess it's more than a, a few weeks ago. Okay. On, on the show, and we have a new segment of... The Buffered Index Portfolio. Oh, okay. And so it is out. Um, We don't have the terms for our December. We had an issue in October. Uh, We had our first issue in October. Mm -hmm. We had our second issue in November. And I'm pleased to announce that we are having another issue of the Buffered Index Portfolio uh, for December. And so uh, we don't know all the details yet. But if you're interested, here's the concept, folks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that you know, a lot of people are a little bit nervous about what's going on in the market. You know, they're, they, you know, we're at an all time high, for example, on some of the indexes or indices, apologize for that. (laughs) And, um, you know, people are getting a little bit nervous about what's going on with the markets. And if you, you know, you want some protection for your portfolio, that's exactly why we developed along with gradient investments, uh, we're offering developed by them. Uh, the buffered index portfolio, where you have downside protection if the market were to go down, um, and then you have in return for that protection on the downside, uh, you have an upside limit or a cap that we call it. Um, and so, uh, that is, uh, and it's typically for one year. And the reason why we set it at one year is because any gains that you have then will be taxed at capital gains. Normally, there's a disclosure, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um. So it's tax efficient, it's got some good growth, and it's got some protection. And if that's of interest to you, please give us a call at 573-332-7855. And we will help you out and get more information uh-huh. yep. and we give you all the appropriate disclosures as well. You need to ask for our disclosures when you are uh, inferring or requiring, uh, excuse me, inquiring <laughs> inquiry about this specific investment. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's very, very exciting. Well, we sold out of both uh, October and November mm-hmm. issues and uh, we're just, it's just, you know, getting exactly the attention that we thought it would because it's a great, great compliment to whatever else you're doing in your portfolio.
3: Yeah, that's exciting. So the show today, kind of going back to the show, we ready? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. All right. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, it's good. Geez, it's good. We. we. I like the late breaking news. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about common financial mistakes. And so we've talked a lot in the first two episodes about you know, making sure one that you're even checking your credit score, right. And that, you know, what's the, that's on your, what's on your credit score, things to kind of avoid to make sure you don't, you know, ding your credit score. Um, you've talked about, you know, keeping a good budget and, um, you know, making sure that you know what your budget is right. And how to set that. So we've, you know, we've had some good conversations in the first two segments and failing
2: to plan, failing to
3: plan. Yeah. We've looked at, yep. We've looked at, um, yeah. Those people who have written financial plans versus those that don't. And the people that have written ones obviously meet their goals a lot more than those that don't. Right. So lots of good stuff. So um, we've been referencing quite a few articles and some other things that, um, you know, you can continue to look those up if you want to. But yes. anyway, yeah. So do we want to talk about maybe the next thing on the list? One of the next common retirement strategy mistakes, maybe?
2: Yes, we will. Okay. Let's do it. Um. Okay. So I know this is late breaking news <laughs> okay. as well. Okay. ready. <laughs> Debt is a challenge. For many Americans.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: But it can especially be hard on retirees. And what do we always say? You always on the say show? that. Yeah. Have your debts paid off mm-hmm. when you go into retirement, including your house. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I see people refinancing for 30 years in their 60s, and it's just like, okay, well, wait a minute. What's right. going on? How's here? that
3: going to work? Yeah.
2: You know, and, um, you know, again, You don't want it. Here's another mistake, though, associated with that. Mm -hmm. That if you're so, you know, oh my gosh, Brock and Dave Ramsey and all these other people are all saying, I got to have my house paid off by the time I retire. So therefore, I'm going to do what? Take a distribution from my retirement account to then pay that off. Right, right. And if that, you need to make sure you need to consult a financial professional before you make that kind of decision. Mm -hmm. Because that then... Could put you at risk of running out of money in retirement or not having enough income from your investments. So it could be a double whammy, right? Because you pay taxes on one lump sum. So say it's fifty thousand dollars. You're gonna pay fifty thousand dollars taxes on fifty thousand dollars, which could also mean that the rest of your income is taxable. And let's say you work nine months through the year, and then say, okay, I'm retiring in September. And you take a distribution out in 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 October to pay this off, and again, I'm just using an example of fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just a downward spiral. It's right. a snowballing effect here, and it's a not a good one.
3: Well, it's kind of yeah, yeah, okay. right.
2: It's turning into an avalanche. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's, yeah. It's what's happening? So, like here. you said, just make sure you. You've talked to somebody so, before you do something exactly. like that. Exactly. So yeah.
2: definitely don't want to have debt, but don't make silly decisions either to to make sure that you don't have debt in retirement. Try to okay? get yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So um, anyway, you know, <clears throat> so debt is something that is absolutely a problem. In my, uh, I wrote an article for Fox Business News uh, a few years ago. It says a few years ago. It's been a was, long time now. Six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, and it was titled "It's not rocket science: Three simple steps to cr- to manage your finances, specifically going into retirement." Number one was needs versus wants, right? Uh, you know, making sure that you're not spending a bunch of money or mm-hmm. disproportionate amount of money on your on your wants versus your needs. Um, and number two was correct your debt, okay, and making sure that you don't have. Um, you know, uh, debt going into retirement, and and if you're younger, you know, if you're gonna have debt, you know, okay, okay, I can understand getting a mortgage for a mm-hmm, house, mm-hmm. but try not to have debt associated with credit cards for sure. That's the number one. Number two, try not to have debt with um, vehicles, mm-hmm, right? Pay mm-hmm. cash, get a lower car, don't try to keep up with the Joneses, that kind of thing, yeah. Uh, uh buy what you can afford now. So, so anyway. Um, so the article. Sorry, I uh, gotta. Y- your
3: soapbox. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like your soapboxes.
2: So according to a January 2019 CNBC.com article, one in five millennials with debt expect to die without ever paying it off. Hmm. Nearly 37 percent of individuals surveyed over the age of 73, so this is not millennials, predicted that they would never be able to completely pay off their debt, and nearly half of those respondents were unsure when they were it would. Be able to pay off their debt. Wow. So, I mean, you know, this is something that is a, a semi-crisis, if you will. Well, when it, you're talking about making mistakes and mm-hmm. you know, buying too big of a house, and or, or or you know, refinancing for too long, or you know, just so you can have some extra cash flow to do things you want to do versus some things you probably need to do first. Does that make sense?
3: It does. And I think what's interesting too, did you hear this, that it said nearly half of those respondents were unsure when they'd be able to pay off their debt? Right. Again, talk about not having a plan. Not having a plan, exactly. Not having any plan. Great point. You know, don't, great point. haven't even discussed it. So yeah, so that was it, a good one.
2: The article says it may be due to the fact that retirees have a very fixed mm-hmm. budget mm-hmm. and it may be hard for them to come up with or keep up with the, excuse me, high interest debt. Specifically speaking with credit cards, mm-hmm. you know, it's not uncommon when I've seen people, in the, you know, In the last year or so when they come in and then we go over their situation to have credit card debt and that interest rate being like 20%. Oh, yeah. Very, very common.
3: They're insane. Yeah. The interest rates are crazy. This week,
2: we just had a rate reduction in the federal rate Mm -hmm. and and yet these credit cards are 20%. Right. That's not going down. I mean, (laughs) prime is at what? I don't even know what prime is at right now. I can look it up. But my point is we have very, very Mm -hmm. low interest rates and yet we're still paying 20% Twenty percent on on credit cards. On credit debts. cards, crazy. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So wow.
3: Anyway, yeah, you're right. That's crazy. So obviously, these fall into the financial fail category, right? Correct. <laughs> these would be financial fails. So it certainly could. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: and in fact, it's my opinion that debt is also part of the report from the 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 ValuePenguin.com mm-hmm, article. Mm-hmm. But it's my opinion that it is destroying um and it's look it's simple right or it's Mm -hmm. not simple excuse me it's easy it's convenient you have a credit card it's this little card in your wallet and you swipe it and you go i'll figure it out later well then later comes and you don't have it figured out right because you don't have a plan number one number two is maybe some things have happened right Mm -hmm. in other words maybe you've had some medical bills right you know maybe some things have happened and i get it maybe your car broke down you got to pay for a new transmission whatever it is these are unexpected expenses that have to be paid for somehow some way right and for most people that last-ditch resort is the credit card and so what we really need to do is try to and I know it's hard folks sometimes but we got to try to really drill down on where we're spending our money mm-hmm. and see where th- where you can maybe cut corners a little bit and, and reduce okay right right so uh, I'm sorry I, I got off again yeah but, yeah um, yeah. in the report 59% of respondents reported being in debt Mm-hmm. This consisted of both school loans and credit card debt. Mm. Disturbingly, 49% of those individuals were unable to pay it off today.
3: Yeah. So again, that, now that doesn't surprise me The people in debt can't pay it off today because most of the time the reason you're in debt is because you don't have the funds that you should <laughs> <Exactly>. have. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that much. Right. So um and it doesn't surprise me that this is such a challenge for Americans unfortunately, you know. So
2: Okay, so so we, we we're pointing on a lot of negatives. Right, right. And so it is. We'd like to be positive yeah, on this show. Yeah, have a little show. bit of both, yeah. And so there is some positive nudes to this report. 85% of those respondents with debt mm-hmm. are actively working on reducing it. And 82% are attempting to make better financial decisions. And over half are trying to learn more about personal finance and expand their knowledge. So that's... I mean, you know, that's good. Those are some higher numbers, right?
3: Well, and our people who are in <clears throat> education would now be saying, this is why we need to teach more of this in school. You know, more right. of the true, you know, just basic budgeting and, and you know, how to, you know, maintain a checkbook. You know, everybody says the checkbook's dead, but it's not. You still got to know how to do that stuff, right, and balance things. So,
2: so. so let's talk about how this, n- not you know, not necessarily debt and those yeah. kinds of things, but people trying to expand their knowledge base and those kinds mm-hmm. of things. So let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about our but we specialize in, which is retirement. And if you want to educate yourself about personal finance, um, one of the things you can do is help determine what your personal risk tolerance is. And uh, here at Innovative Financial Solutions, we provide a tool for you to do this. Mm -hmm. It's MyColorOfMoney.org. It's MyColorOfMoney.org. It'll lead you to a 11-question survey. It's short, it's simple, and it's going to help determine your risk tolerance while figuring out your risk score. And the scores are based on factors such as time horizon, financial goals, and investing attitudes. So then we use that score to assist us, and again, it's not the end all be all. Right,
3: it's a good starting and your point. Overall yeah.
2: plan to line up with your goals. So what I mean by that is, we want to make sure that whatever your risk tolerance score is, lines up with how you're allocated now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the closer you get to retirement the more imperative it is that you abide by these things. Again, as you're younger, you can have a lot more flexibility because you have the ups and downs and you've got dollar cost averaging and those kinds of things. Um, but as you get closer to retirement, it is a major, major, major. Um, uh, it's very important. Yeah, this, yeah, and to that, keep
3: up with that and that it can change too. I think that's what's... You yeah, know, important absolutely. too. You know, you, you, you have people use this quite a few times just because, you know, you can change it as, as you go through retirement. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So,
2: get your, go to mycolorofmoney.org and get your, excuse me, color of money risk <laughs> analysis. It's kind of hard to say. It is. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I've got too much coffee, so I'm talking a little fast. I'm getting ahead of myself. My tongue is getting out of my brain. Well, my that's okay. My it's tongue, time for whatever. a
3: break anyway. we got to take a quick break. It is.
2: Yeah. It is. So, it's time for a break. Uh, we're going to finish up the show today uh, with some more discussion about common financial mistakes that people make and try to avoid them, folks. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook Brock and Danielle.
0: Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit TheInnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. Do you want to help mitigate the uncertainty of future taxes on your Social Security benefits?
2: The growth of earnings and the distributions of your qualified accounts could be tax-free by converting some of your 401k to a Roth IRA. At Innovative Financial Solutions, this is just one strategy that we can put into place and help answer your questions about your 401k and IRA rollovers. Visit us on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at 332-7855 to learn about these strategies.
0: And now back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa.
2: All right. Welcome back to The Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions.
3: (laughs) We are the retirement people. Heck yeah, we (laughs) are.
2: (laughs) Heck yeah, we are. Coffee's
3: still going as everybody's listening. They're all like, oh, coffee's still in full force. Yeah. yeah. You know...
2: um, the, uh, you know we were talking about the end of the segment we were talking about you know if you want to get a picture of your financial health and that kind of stuff and, and going to org mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. your color money risk analysis score and um, I kind of relate that to to you know everyday life and um, one of the things that, that I'm doing now is I'm trying to, to lose some weight here mm. um, I got kind of lazy here in the last probably six months or so and so I'm trying to get back on a, on a routine and and working out and eating better Mm -hmm, and those kinds of mm -hmm. things. And having a goal is the first step, right? And then how am I going to reach this goal? Sounds pretty familiar, right? When it comes to retirement planning. But, uh, you know, this is the first week, folks. So I've uh, lost about five or six pounds, that's no, which good. is
3: crazy for all the women out there listening. They're like, oh, my gosh, because we know how much harder it is to lose weight. So I feel you, ladies. I feel you. So, well, you know, how it is. it is. first
2: few pounds are easy. And then after that, yeah, it's gonna be it is a slow, slow gradual yeah. decrease. Yeah. So anyway,
3: but you're right. Um, it's about setting goals and, and sticking to your goals. And, it and is. that's, you and know, th- with th- th- everything. That's so. the reason
2: I brought that up is because, you know, I was thinking about that as I was at the gym going like, you know, this is real similar <laughs> So what we need to be doing with retirement planning, which is set the goal, uh, figure out how we're going to reach that goal. Mm-hmm. In other words, what mm-hmm. are the steps we're going to take? Make yourself accountable to take those, to actually take those steps. Right. And um, and then, you know, the good thing about weight loss is it's results driven, right? Yeah. Either, either you've lost weight or you haven't. Right.
3: You're doing the right things or you're not. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, <laughs> and people
2: don't realize it, but it's the same way with retirement planning,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, anyway. yeah, agree. Well, you know, we were talking about, you know, common financial mistakes today in our show. And so I think let's let's recap some of those financial fails that we've talked about.
2: All right. Uh, so we've covered a lot of topics today. Mm-hmm. We talked about the importance of monitoring your credit score mm-hmm. uh, and examine some myths about things that impact your score. Um, we've talked about <laughs> a little discussion about parking yeah. tickets and <laughs> library funds, for example, that do not impact your score. Paying bills on time has a big impact, accounting for thirty five percent of your score. So make
3: sure you pay your bills well, on time. And for those of you who maybe just turned in, I tuned in. I thought what was interesting about that too is, and it wasn't necessarily impacted your score once it got sent to collections. It was impacting if you were late, regardless of if it went to collections. So that's pretty important to note. So because I think a lot of people think it doesn't ding you until it goes there.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things, too, that we didn't even actually talk about when it came to the affecting mm-hmm. your credit score is your medical bills. Oh, yeah. Getting turned over to a credit reporting agency and you didn't even know it. Right. Right. I mean, how many times have you heard that story? Well, heck, it happened to
3: us. Oh, yeah. It's scary because you don't even know what to expect with medical bills. And I think that's why it happens so often is because you don't even know what you're going to get and who's going to bill from where. You know, if you go to the doctor, you have to have labs run. Sometimes your labs come from a different place than your doctor's bill, right? And heaven forbid you have to have an x-ray and it could be outsourced and it could be somewhere else. So you could have one visit and three different bills. Right. So, you know, in people's defense, it's tough. And if you never see them. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah,
2: it's, it's crazy. A- and then all of a sudden, oh well, we didn't get this money. So we're going to turn you over to the credit agencies, Right, and boom, boom, bang, You bang, didn't bang, even bang. know about it. Yep. You know? So anyway, yeah. So there are some, a lot of pitfalls there mm-hmm. that the, the, the suggestion I would have there is, is that if you do have a medical bill, Make sure, don't wait for the bill sometimes. Try to follow Try up. Try to yeah. follow up with mm-hmm. them. Um, I know you're thinking, well, why would I do that? Because maybe I can get away with not paying it. No, not going to happen. They're going to find happen. you. <laughs> they're going to find you. Right. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if you do some crime or what have you, I mean, they're going <laughs> to find you eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, follow up with those people and the services that were provided to you. Yeah. And Stay on top sure of it. And make sure that you get the bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. So... Uh, knowing, let's see, what else do we do? Oh, yeah, having a written financial strategy mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. inform you um, of your day-to-day actions. Knowing the destination, in other words, your goal mm-hmm. can help you avoid financial detours along the journey to retirement. You and I have sat down and said we have A, B, and C goals, right? and it changes every year, right? Mm-hmm. And so either we want to do this to our house or we want to save this amount of money or do whatever it is. I mean, mm-hmm. these are things that you should be talking about well, you know, at the end of the year, yeah. you know, October, November, there's yeah. a great time to sit down and kind of discuss how this year went and then what do we plan to do next year. Mm-hmm. So
3: agreed. And, you know, we, of course, we just talked about dangers of debt, you know, having obviously debt at all. Right. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: But not just debt, mm-hmm. but the fear that you may never. Be able to truly pay those obligations off at some point. Are you kidding me?
3: Or don't even think about it. Right. Yeah. I'm not even thinking about it. there's
2: equity in my house. And when I die, you know, we could just sell the house. I know. It's
3: like not so true. No. It's not true. No.
2: Okay. It could be true. Could be. But it's not always
3: true. Mm -hmm. And you always think, so as a side note, you always think your stuff is worth more than it really is Too. (laughs) you know, just as a side note, I feel like everybody kind of thinks that and then you're, you know, may not be worth as much as you think it's going to be worth. So, right. Yeah.
2: So, but I want to end on something positive with this as it relates to the topic. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can do something about each of these mistakes. Mm -hmm. Whether that is learning uh, more about personal finance, like examining your personal risk tolerance, creating a financial uh, plan, written financial plan, Mm -hmm. which a financial professional like us can help you do. You have the power to make positive change in your financial future.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these things are fixable. Nothing we talked about today is something that you can't fix.
2: And let me repeat that sentence. Yeah. You have the power to make positive change in your financial future. And the reason why I repeated that is because you is highlighted mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It, the, the, the mistakes you make, they're on you. The positive changes you make are also on you. Right. So everything is controlled by you in most cases.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm. Okay. Now, some things are out of your control. But, you know, great example. Let's go back to the medical bills thing. Yeah, yeah. You are in control of that. You received those services. Don't act like you don't have to pay for it because (laughs) you didn't get a bill. They're not free. (laughs) Call the place. If you don't have it, call the clinic. Call the physician's office. Call the hospital. Call whoever you need to call Mm. and say, hey, I never got a bill. I don't want to be turned over to the collection agency. Right. You know, and I don't want to be shown this late on my credit report. Those kinds of things. So you can control that.
3: Right. Right.
2: And and so that's the good part of it, actually, mm-hmm. if you think about it, mm-hmm. is that if you control that, then you can do something about right. it to make it positive.
3: That's what I'm saying. These are all fixable things, too. You know, because, you because again, you do control them. There aren't things that, you you know, just happen. Right. So,
2: so you may be guilty of some of the things that we've talked about today mm-hmm. that could eventually lead you to retirement strategy mistakes, but you can take positive steps today to begin to address these failures and potentially minimize your future mistakes. And that's a big one too. minimizing Mm -hmm. your mistakes. You know, everybody's going to make mistakes. We're all going to make mistakes. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. But if we can find a way to minimize those things,
3: that to me is where you succeed. Well, minimize them and also learn from them. You know, I tell everybody, you know, mistakes happen, but if we learn from them, it's when you keep doing them over and over again, right, Right. (laughs) that you haven't learned from them. (laughs) And and
2: I think it's most important. Yeah, is minimizing the mistakes, right? Right. right, In other words, yeah, we want to maximize the opportunities that are presented to us. No doubt about it. You you've got to do that, okay? But to me, and I think most people would agree. it's more important to minimize the mistakes than mm-hmm. it is to maximize the opportunities.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Yeah. You know, yeah. Anyway. Well, I think those go hand in hand when that happens, when one happens, the other can go, you know, do better. So,
2: yeah. So, so I want to end the show on, on, on a, on a not related topic. Oh, okay. That's okay. Well, that's kind of how you started the
3: third segment too. <laughs> no.
2: um, and, and that is, is, is again, I mentioned it before the buffered index strategy mm-hmm. that is offered by our firm. Innovative Financial Planners, um, and, and it's called the Buffered Index Strategy or Portfolio, BIP. That's how <laughs> it's known in our office. And um, if you're concerned about the markets, you know, the the stock market, the bond markets, whatever markets, for you know, it doesn't matter, um, that you can have some protection there. And that's what the Buffered Index Portfolio does, is it has a buffer on the downside. So it protects your downside losses. Now, you can still lose money with this, no doubt about it, but it's going to protect to a certain point on the downside. And in return, yes, it is, there is a maximum you can earn on the top side. So it's a very unique and proprietary strategy that is offered by Grady Investments through our firm, Innovative Financial Planners. You need to call our office to ask about the current terms. We don't have them yet, actually. Mm-hmm. We'll have them you know, here in the next couple of weeks, um, but- we are going to have another one coming out in December. We've done October, November. It's been very successful, it's sold out both times. There's only a certain amount of dollars that can go in every month. Um, and we're not going to offer one in January, so we'll hopefully get back on the train in February. But these are things that you need to know about, all the the cost associated, the risk associated with it, and you can do that by asking for the addendum that we offer as well as our disclosure. It's called our ADV Part 2 a and b so uh you need to ask for those disclosures too uh if you're interested in this so we're really really excited about bringing mm-hmm. that to the public mm-hmm. i mean you know again <laughs> kind of going back to our mistakes minimizing our mistakes right not right. maximizing the opportunity yeah if you think about it that's exactly what the buffered index right it is. is
3: that's true that's true because look at you mi- tying it all together i know. <laughs> It's story time. It's story time. (laughs) Anyway, wrap it all up. So you
2: wrap it all up, you know, minimizing the losses folks is that, you know, if we can say, Hey, for example, you know, the the 10% downside protection. Mm -hmm. So if the market's down six or seven, you know, like for example, last year in 2018, a lot of people, depending on how you were invested, maybe lost a few percentage points. Well, you wouldn't have lost anything in this. Okay. Now in return, you're going to have a cap on the upside. But again, it's not so much about maximizing the opportunity as it is sometimes about reducing uh, or minimizing the uh, the mistakes slash losses. Yeah. So there you go. Anyway, I like it. There it is. There it is. That's this week's show, folks. I hope you have a great, wonderful rest of the weekend. That's right. And a great rest of the week. And we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Elspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855. Or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone